This is the Everything Podcast, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. Hey Lou, would you kindly drop a bomb on him? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 64 of the Everything Podcast. I am your host, Lou from the PX, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, a.k.a. Louis Balboa, Louis Schmurda, the loose cannon of podcasting, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I am coming to you already at the end of May. This is insane how this year's flying by. But I am so sorry, my babies, that I have been away for so long. But as you guys well know, shit is wild right now in the house of Rivera. And I have not been able to, nor have had the desire to put in show work. And I know that that doesn't help for everyone out there crying and yearning for more Lou from the BX. But you guys have to bear with me that right now it's a little bit of a difficult time, as you well know. And if you don't know, you need to go back two episodes and listen. Then you will fully understand what's going on. But in any event, I just want to thank you guys for hanging around and being here as my streams are still flowing uh, I've already passed the 4,000 mark, which is incredible to me. Thank you guys so much. I really, really, really love and appreciate you guys. Um, you people in Los Angeles who are streaming the shit out of my show, man, hit me up. Hit me up. I want to promote you. I want to I wanna shout you out. I want to let everybody know who you are and, and what you're doing. And, and if you got anything to promote, I want to promote it, please, for free. I don't. I just appreciate you guys downloading my show and i just want to get to know you guys i want to build a relationship with my audience uh so if you guys can bronx come on hit me up i know i see you guys there downloading this show in the bronx just hit me up i want to know who you are i want to know where you at what street you on i know what building you hustling in front of i want to know i want to know these things i want to know if you're slinging that shit in front of a building listening to my voice that shit astounds me hit me up let me know the everything podcast on instagram the everything podcast all one word on instagram hit me up just follow me on there hit me send me a dm just i want to know you guys so um but again thank you guys so much for streaming the show appreciate it i got people in the uk and australia and austria and fucking it's it's insane france somebody in france is listening to this show somebody in tokyo is listening to this show it it blows my mind so i want to hear from all of you guys um thank you you guys keep me you guys keep me humble and, and, and uh, you know, you guys keep me happy. I love it. I love I love looking at the, the, the little blips on the map to seeing where you guys are from. So, um, we got a little show here for you today. It's not going to be the longest one. I always say that and it ends up being like six hours. Um, but uh, just got a couple little bobedias to talk to you guys about. And uh, I wanted to let you guys know something about the show that has changed and then unchanged (laughs) so since the last time i've spoken to you guys i have decided to monetize my program which is i i am on anchor as you guys well know and i had the option to monetize this show meaning i would have to put in commercials uh and you know, usually it's either mid roll or uh, at the beginning or mid roll is usually the case where they want the the commercials. Um, the first one that I did, I had three. The first one that I did was the beginning of the show, which I kind of prefer because you guys can just press skip until you hear my music and then you can enjoy the show. Uh, I'm not supposed to tell you that, but that's usually what I do when I listen to a program that has a commercial. So um, at first it started with one, and this was like a month ago. Um, I had to record a commercial, which was pretty cool, and um, come up with and record a commercial, which I did pretty quickly. Now, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you know that since I've jumped on Anchor, I've been recording these little drops that kind of let you know, hey, if you're listening on Anchor FM, you know that, you know the drop that I'm talking about. If, hey, if you're listening on Anchor FM, you can interact with my show. Yes, you. Uh... You look very pretty today. You can interact with my show, send me voice messages, blah, 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 to any of my segments, yada, yada, yada. Of course, these guys decided to do the landscaping right outside the window. Why does this always seem to happen every time I fucking want to record? Unbelievable, bro. 
Um, so if you guys have been listening, I have been doing these little drops where I tell you about Anchor and their, their capabilities as far as interacting with the show. I've purposely been doing that as a quote-unquote commercial to kind of get you guys used to hearing them. That way when I actually monetize, it's you wouldn't even really notice you're hearing a commercial because it's going to sound like one of my drops. So um, I got one advertiser, and which was Anchor actually. So I recorded a commercial, put it onto my show, and it, it instantly added it to all my previous episodes. And it was cool. It got up to like a couple bucks. Which, you know, I, I, as far as the money goes, is not really a big deal to me. I, I just, again, I do this for fun. This is not something I'm doing to try to, you know, become rich or anything. It's, 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 I actually had to cut the cost of paying for the upload with Podbean by moving over. So, um, you know, I don't do this to try to get rich. But if I'm going to get, you know, a little bit of chump change just for having a commercial, that's, I figured, why not? Let me try it. Then I got an email from Anchor informing me that I was given two more sponsors. And um, as I was recording the second commercial, I started thinking to myself, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to have three fucking commercials played during my show? Like, I don't want to do that. I know you guys don't want to listen to three commercials. Um, I don't want to listen to three commercials when I'm listening to a podcast. I was just listening to a podcast of, of that I like to listen to recently. Four fucking commercials, okay? That's not how it was when it started. So now, you know, they've joined CastBox or whatever. And four fucking commercials within the span of an hour and a half. No, that's unacceptable, bro. I'm not I'm not trying to listen to four commercials in, the, in, in a podcast. So um, as I was looking at it, uh, I just don't like having four commercials or three commercials playing during my show so i've basically what i've done is um i was gonna completely kill the monetization but for now i'm just gonna leave the one on there which you guys really shouldn't notice and i'm just you know trying to keep transparency let you guys know what's going on you will hear a commercial but it it shouldn't really um interfere with the show as it's basically going to sound exactly like the drop that i had in the show anyway so um just just so you guys are aware and understand what's going on i'm not going to have three or four commercials playing on my program i'm not going to do it i just not that's not something i want to do nor is it something you want to hear so you can forget about all that shit if it gets to the point where i feel like the commercials are kind of getting annoying because they want me to place it in certain places uh, then I'll just completely kill the monetization altogether and just, we'll keep it pushing. So that's all. That's all I want to let you guys know. Also, um, so this most likely, and by most likely, I mean like I'm 99.95% sure that this is going to be the last episode recorded in this current location. I will be leaving it's, it looks like at the end of the month I'm going to be out of here. So that's not far off at all. 11 days from now. So um, I'm a little nerve-wracked right now. But, you know, it is what it is. You guys you guys know the deal. You guys know what's going on. Uh, things got to move forward. And uh, me being here is just not good for me mentally, emotionally or, or any of that stuff it's just not it's not wise to continue living the way that i'm living so i will be leaving and probably the next episode that you hear will not be in this abode now again there's a chance that you may hear another episode because i'm trying to get back to weekly shows but um as of right now i, I don't know if i can promise that just because of the situation i'm in so most likely, this will be the last one. And, you know, again, it's it's all good. It's all, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. I said all good already. It's These are good things. This is a good thing. It's, 
It needs to be done. It has to be done. Not getting any younger. I can't keep wasting time. Um, you know, I'm in limbo right now and I need to get out of it. So, uh, onward and forward is the way. So that's really all I have to say about that. I'm not going to get too long winded about it, but, uh, I got a couple things for you guys here. Uh, actually have some questions from the audience, which is pretty freaking cool. I just put this out there on Twitter the other day and I ended up with, uh, let's see here. Let's see how many questions I have. From you wonderful people out there. I have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six questions. So I got questions from my lovely, lovely audience, and uh, I'm going to get into those later. I also want to talk a little bit about my post endgame thoughts, and uh, I got a couple more things for you guys. So hang on, stay tuned. This is the Everything Podcast. Yo! It's Joe Bruno, El Cantante, and you're listening to the Everything Podcast with my big brother, Lou from the BX. Love you, twin. Tú sabes que tú estás rico. Show them how we do. All right, boys and girls, Everything Podcast. So, I am happy to announce that I got some questions from the listening audience for this episode. So, I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into it. I don't have an intro for this. I don't have a snappy... <laughs> I couldn't come up with a snappy intro for this, so let's just go ahead and start. Uh, so, the Everything Podcast questions. Question number one comes from my friend D.D. Mallet on Instagram, a.k.a. Brooke. What the fuck is wrong with DC Comics and the big screen? They should be banned from TV and making movies. Animation only. That's their only lane. Alright, well, that's not really a question. It's more like a statement. (laughs) Uh, The first part of it is definitely a question, but you basically uh, chopped their heads off with that one. So, look, I think it, it just seems like DC and Warner Brothers, they were... They were a bit overwhelmed with what Marvel Studios was doing. You know, for the most part, Warner Brothers had it locked down when it came to films. Uh, Batman 1989, Batman Returns, you know, Batman Forever, say what you want about it, it made money. Um, I don't know how Batman and Robin did or whatever, but the Dark Knight trilogy made money. Uh, Superman Returns wasn't really all that well received, but all the other Superman movies were good. Um... They actually seem to be on the right track with Man of Steel. I know some people didn't care for that movie. I personally loved it. Um, Henry Cavill's That's My Superman right there. I just think that after that movie, they kind of um, went off the rails with Batman vs. Superman. That movie... That movie... I don't want to say that movie shouldn't have happened... It sh- it shouldn't have been what it was. Like I enjoyed the movie, but uh, I can step outside of myself and you know just kind of see what they were doing. I-, I give them a pass because it's Batman, bro. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. I, I just I'm a Batman fanboy. Whenever I see Batman on screen, I just you know it's you already uh, have high marks in my book. But that movie, the way it was done should not have happened it should have been um batman versus superman and then at the end they team up and fight someone who's not doomsday okay um that should have been saved for something else that could have been like that basically could have been like their the avengers like they could have come up with man of steel and then maybe uh wonder woman because you don't really need to lead in with Batman. Everybody knows who Batman is. Uh, then they maybe could have done a Batman solo film. You know, they they should have picked their spots and kind of made a timetable of what they wanted to do. But instead, they kind of jumped the gun and they threw all of this shit into Batman versus Superman. And it could have worked, but they didn't do it not, you know, justice, not trying to be funny, but 
Like, if they would have just taken Batman versus Superman and, let's say, um, and I know this is a long-winded answer to your question, but, you know, what what else are we here for? Um, If they would have taken Batman v Superman and, let's say, you know, Superman's doing his thing, he has that big battle in Metropolis, um, and Batman is just like, yo, as representative of the human race... Uh, these fucking aliens can't go unchecked, you know, they destroyed Metropolis, all these people died, all these people who work in my building died, I gotta handle this shit, and he goes out, he gets the kryptonite, like, they could have been a little more meticulous in showing, like, how he's gonna prepare to fight this threat, and then on the other side, they could have had Bruce Wayne going to Metropolis, kind of figuring out what's going on, maybe getting with Lois Lane, be, not getting with Lois Lane, but like kind of being the detective, knowing, hey, you know, this guy seems to gravitate towards this bitch. Let me try to see what she knows. And they could have built a little something there, just the two of those characters and had them come to a head. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is over on the side, kind of pulling the strings, but you don't really see that until the crescendo of the film. And then at the end, you know, since they're just introducing random gas characters anyway, they could have had another villain. Like, maybe a Metallo or somebody powerful, but not Doomsday powerful. Like, it's fucking Doomsday, man. Doomsday's... They could have had a Bizarro Superman that later on became Doomsday in another film or something. Like, maybe he used Zod's DNA and cloned it and... It was like Superman versus Bizarro Superman, and Batman helps him. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, the post credit scene, you know, maybe Luther takes that clone and it turns it into something else. I don't know. But they just try to cram too much into Batman v Superman. And from there, it just, it just, it, 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 it bombed everything. Like, Wonder Woman was cool, it was great. Um, I really enjoyed Aquaman, it was fantastic, but Aquaman is already, like, pulling away from the whole Batman v Superman situation. Uh, Shazam came out, Shazam was I. it wasn't terrible, it was just very formulaic for me. Um, so I don't know what they're doing now. And in my humble opinion... I agree with you with their animated films. Their animated films are fantastic. If they would have just taken, for example, Justice League War and made that like the Justice League movie, that, bro, you would have been been straight. You introduce all these characters, we already know who they are, and you just go. And they had a perfect story. They had a, you know, I think that would have been perfect, but... What do I know, man? I'm just a fucking DC fanboy. I don't know shit. So, yeah. I, I, just, I don't really have an answer for you of what's wrong with them. But that was my little piece of what I think they could have done. Our friends at the Geek Like Crisis podcast is asking me, who should win in 2020 based on what we know right now? Well, uh, if you guys have been listening to my show, you know that I have basically gone away from politics. I vowed not to talk politics on my show anymore um, because I just I don't know what's happening anymore in the world. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. I don't know who holds our best interests. I don't know what the fucking job of the president is anymore. I don't know what the job of the congressman is anymore. I thought I did, but I just don't know. So I really don't really have a solid answer for you here, but... Um, I mean, is Sally Yates running? Because <laughs> I like her. Uh, but I don't think she's running. So I wrote a couple... I wrote... I did some half-assed research. And uh, it seems like we have a lot of Democrats um, running for 2020. So um, John Delaney, 55-year-old Democrat, is tied to the Clintons. Already, I don't like that. I think a lot of people know who Andrew Yang is. He's 44 years old. He's another Democrat. He's the Asian guy who wants to institute universal income, which means he wants everyone in the United States to receive $1,000 every month from the government because he feels that uh, in the future, automation is going to eliminate a lot of the jobs that we have right now. So um, 
to me, this guy sounds nuts. And I think that if the government starts sending us a thousand dollars in the mail, shit's just going to get more expensive. So I don't, I don't see the point. I don't know what else he's running, what what else he has on his platform. I just know that's his main thing. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, 69 year old Democrat, law professor. Uh, she's the most I know about her is that she put that she's Indian on her college, I guess, application, and she's actually not. Uh, that's really all I know about her. Julian Castro. I did not know who this guy was up until I researched this. 44-year-old Democrat. He's an Obama guy. Uh, he's very much into green, meaning he wants uh, green energy and stuff. He's a LGBTQ activist. Uh, he's a firm believer in early childhood education. And he is the first Latino to throw his hat in for the presidency. I am going to go ahead and say this. And it's not going to be popular, nor is it going to be good for me. But corruption, that's all I can think about with this dude. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I say that. I have no proof of that. I just, I, had, I got a feeling. Uh, Republican Tulisi, damn, I knew I wasn't going to be able to read this, and I wrote it anyway. Garhard, Garbhard, she's 37 years old. I think she's the youngest candidate uh, there's another one who's also 37 um she is an iraqi veteran she is samoan hindu she's a conservative i really don't know too much about her besides that uh you got kirsten gillibrand the senator she's 52 years old democrat she's super anti-trump so she's not gonna win uh then you got kamala harris who's 54 years old she's a democrat she's the first black congresswoman the first black presidential nominee uh first black woman presidential nominee excuse me um people seem to like her I think, basically, you know, you got a couple other people here. You got uh, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he's 37 years old. He's also an Iraqi veteran. He's the first openly uh, gay candidate. Um, there's not a lot of info about him out there because he's very low-key with it. I don't know how far he's going to get. Um, you got Marianne Williamson, Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders, Amy Klobuchar. I think that's how you say it here. Chloe Buker. Look, I don't know. I really don't. But one thing I can tell you is this. I don't want Bernie Sanders anywhere near this presidential election. This motherfucker is 179 years old. All I know is that I don't want people in their late 60s and 70s running this country anymore. It, it has to stop. We need to get a younger person in there with fresh ideas and someone who actually can have the the like interests of the people in their heart. Now, again, that's like talking like a dreamer because you don't at this point I'm so jaded on politics like I don't even know what the president's what power do they have? Like I don't even know what power they have. Can they even do anything? I mean, there's so much red tape and there's so much shit with Congress and the Supreme Court and, and it's like, can presidents even do anything? I don't know. This is why I stopped talking about it because I just don't even know who should go. I don't know who should vote. Again, I like Sally Yates. That's all I can tell you. Other than that, all these other people here, they're just names. I wrote all these names down and I don't feel a way about any of these people. Honestly, because I don't know much about any of these people. So, I don't know. I hope that answers your fucking question. Next question is up from Broadway Joe Twin Twin. Name your top five movies. Okay, now you damn well know that is an impossible question. I can't sit here and tell you or anyone my top five movies. There's no, there's no way you can't do it. So why are you asking me to do it? Um, no one can do this. It's an impossible question. So what I will do is I will name for you, and I, I'm going to write them down now as I say it because I haven't done it yet. I'll give you five movies that I can watch over and over and over again. And I'm going to do my best to exclude comic book movies because those shouldn't even count. Because those are, the whole list will be comic book movies and that just doesn't make any sense. So, let's see. The first one that comes to my mind immediately is most, is most definitely Die Hard with a Vengeance. I've seen that movie... 
Oh my god, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but I could watch it over and over and over again. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm going to put that number one with no issues. Number two, I'm just going to go ahead and put Scarface here. Because I've seen Scarface about 167 times. Did I? That's the second time I used that number. I'm going to have to play a quick three. Play that number. 167. Uh, Scarface, number two. Number three. All right. Let's go with... Uh, I was going to say Carlito's Way, but I kind of don't want to put that on there because it's basically Scarface. Um, number three. It's a movie that I can watch over and over and over again. That would be See No Evil. Hear No Evil. Starring Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Uh, number four. The movie that I can watch over and over and over again. I have one here and I'm going to be really pissed when I forget it and I don't add it to this stupid list. Number four will be... I hate to keep you guys in suspense here. Um, Let's see. I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put Lord of the Rings. But I'm not going to say which movie. That way... And slash The Hobbits. Okay? Because those movies are timeless and I can watch any of them like ad nauseum. Uh, and you know what? How about this? I'll do Two Towers. How's that? Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. And for The Hobbit, I'll put Desolation of Smog. How about that? Okay? And that's both of those are number four. Uh, number five trying to think of i have a comedy in my head oh uh wait no not not road trip i can't put road trip on there i haven't seen that in ages um i think of one more one movie that i can just watch with no issues i can't think of it and i'm gonna be so mad when i forget when i remember after the fact um you know what i'm gonna do batman 1989 all right Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton. So there you go. Top five movies that I can watch over and over again. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Scarface, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, The Lord of the Rings, and Batman 1989. There you go. There's your answer. Uh, Checking in from BK, Tony Steeles. Have you ever thought about having guests on your show? I have had uh, all of two guests on this program. I have had the cantante, twin, brother of mine on my program to do reviews on shows. I had him on one time. And I have had the great Dan Dinkins, the mayor, on the program. Those are the only two guests that I've ever had on this show. Now, the thing is with my show, it's not... uh, It's just uh, me spouting opinions and going over things. That's all I've really ever imagine the show being uh i've never really wanted to kind of bother people and, and hey you want to be on my show you want i don't want to be like that dude that's constantly like asking people to be on my show and um going online and just putting names of people that nobody even knows or cares about like uh just to have guests but i damn sure wouldn't mind interviewing you tony Steele, who's got a new single out right now uh burning up the streets so uh you know, we'll chat, we'll chat later about that. Um, but thank you for your question. Uh, I also had two questions that popped up on Curious Cat on Twitter, which is a it is an application that allows you to ask people questions anonymously. So I put it out there, um, and I got two questions on there. Um, and I don't know who these people are, so if you're listening, thank you for your question. First question I got was, if you were trapped on an island with only one discography, what would it be? Holy fuck. Well, I thought about this, and um, for for some reason, the answer that I keep coming back to at the end of the day, after thinking about all the music that I like and, uh, you know, my tastes are out there. I, I I mean I'm, I listen to everything from punk rock to metal to hip hop to you know folk I listen to all kinds of shit. Um, I think honestly, a hundred percent honestly, I think if I could only if I was stuck on an island and I only had one discography, which is a stupid, it's a fucking weird question. 
I think I would take Run DMC's discography. I think uh, those, I think they got five albums, four or five albums, I think it's five. On those five albums, I think I would be happy. Um, I get everything that I, listen, the first time that I heard Rockbox, okay, I remember, I don't have a lot of memories from when I was younger, but I distinctly remember one day, um, one of one of the times my brother was home, uh, I was on the street, on the block, in front of my house, and there used to be this dude who used to blast like music out of his window. Obviously, I don't know who this dude was because that 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 mantle gets passed. I had that mantle for a little bit. Another guy, uh, DJ Joe Black, who shout out to Joe Black, he was the basically the the maestro of music on the block for a long time. But I remember, I was too young to remember who it was who was playing the music, but I remember distinctly walking outside and just walking down the street and hearing that and I was I was hearing that fucking drum and then all of a sudden it, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just hearing this shit and my head is bobbing and then all of a sudden I hear that fucking guitar solo from Rockbox and those two sounds together like blew my mind it fucking completely blew my mind and then forget about it once fucking they started rapping it just it was over for me I I just that was one of those songs that made me fall in love with hip hop Um, so I think if I was stuck on an island with uh, their discography I think I would be good to go so thank you anonymous person for your question and finally I got one question here. It, it's, it, it looks very simple. It was written very simply, but um, it's a very complicated question. And that question is pro-life or pro-choice? And I'm going to get into this, but I'm not going to get into it now. I'm going to get into it in the next segment. So if you will... Stay with me, and uh, thank you guys for your questions. I appreciate it and love you. And uh, I'll be right back with uh, Lose World Order. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Joe Black, and you're now listening to the world-famous Everything Podcast with your boy, Lou from the BX. Guys, welcome back. Welcome to Lose World Order, the editorial section of this podcast. Where to begin? So someone asked me if I was pro-life or pro-choice. How am I supposed to answer that, you know, without it being long form? It's not such a cut and dry black and white issue. Now, if I'm going to give you my opinion on this my opinion on it is men until you start to give birth you should have no say period only women should decide on this issue Uh, when you have a bunch of dudes in congress voting on this I don't see how that's allowed or why that's allowed um, unless those dudes are physically giving birth to babies or whatever it is, or getting pregnant, then they should not be allowed to vote on this. Look, I grew up in a very, very religious household. It was Pentecostal. Uh, and when I was younger, that's all I knew. I didn't know, um, 
the intricacies of the other religions and uh, I thought this is what everybody went to. I didn't know that there was Catholic and Christian and Pentecostal and all these other things. I didn't know they were all these things. I thought it was all one thing. The only one I knew that was different was, uh, you know, what do you call those? Duh. <laughs> I was going to call them the Judas priests. The, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the freaking Latter-day Saints people that come knocking on your door. Um, so, when I was going to church, or better said, when I was being dragged to church when I was younger, um, I knew I wasn't comfortable in there. First of all, it was all Spanish. They were all Spanish speakers. The service was in Spanish. All the songs were in Spanish, um, as you guys well know. I'm not exactly the best Latino representative out here. I, I am Dominican Lou. I'm proud of my background and my heritage. But um, when I was younger, I really never spoke Spanish, nor did I listen to Latin music or anything. I had black friends when I was a kid. I listened to hip-hop, and uh, I had no use for Spanish whatsoever, so I never used it. Um, so me going to a church where everything is Spanish wasn't exactly helping me. So, as I sat there every Sunday and listened to this, these preachers preach their rhetoric, I knew something was wrong. Okay? So a lot of contradictory things being said. Like, God loves everyone, but homosexuals are going to burn in hell. So okay, so he he loves everyone, but the homosexuals are gonna burn in hell. That, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, and everything is like black and white with these people. It's 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 either this or this. You either do this or this is gonna happen. And life's not like that. Life isn't like that. I had it. Someone. <laughs> I had a friend of mine post a meme the other day because if, if you guys don't know why this subject is coming up uh, Alabama just voted to outlaw abortions okay they've decided that if you have an abortion you're committing murder and you're going to jail <laughs> so this is where we're at right now so I had someone who um, is a friend of mine well what's the word for someone who's like a friend not really a friend but not really a associate associate is more like somebody you work with uh, I guess like a uh, I don't know an acquaintance I guess it's a little more than an acquaintance it's a little less than a friend it's a guy I know okay let's leave it at that very involved in the church, very religious, very outspoken when it comes to things that, you know, fit their little rhetoric. Um, so this person posted a meme the other day, out of the blue, because this person doesn't post much, but when things happen, they, they have to let their voices be heard, of course. Posted something that said, saying, my body, my choice is like saying, my house, my rules. It still doesn't give you the right to kill anyone inside of it. Oh my god. And I, and I know, okay, I know. I know. I know. Everybody thinks they see a meme, and everybody thinks that they're clever, and, oh yeah, this, this sums up my point perfectly. But again, this is not a black and white issue. This is a very complicated set of, of, of like, I'm, I, I always, not choke up, but I always, like, stutter step my words because I want to make sure that I say that I'm very clear in what I say, you know? I don't want it to be left up to debate what I'm saying. Um, and again, I, I don't like to, you know, I hate to pick sides. I like to 
see both sides of the argument and whatnot. But that is an asinine thing to say. Uh, first of all, those two things don't correlate. Okay, they just don't. Um, having to, and I'm not even gonna fucking try to explain it to you. You should, you know damn well, you shouldn't have posted that. Look, I know, I can see the argument for people who say, you know, that it's a life and I'm pro-life and once you're pregnant, that's a life and you're committing murder. That child could be this, that, or the other and you're taking away the child's right to live. I can understand it. I can understand what you're saying. I do. And then I can also understand, the other hand, where um, a woman who is, uh, you know, molested as a child and impregnated by some 50-year-old family member, and now she's going to have a child who is prone to um, any number of deformities or diseases because of the whole similar DNA thing. Women who are attacked and raped, who are who get impregnated by someone who fucking has AIDS or whatever other kind of disease, or if not even if they have a disease, they just fucking forcefully attacked and impregnated by some random dude, and now they're going to have a child that's a product of rape that may result in, uh, you know, a whole mess of psychological and it's just it's there's a lot of factors okay so my thing is this if you don't have a solution for these women who you're forcing to now go through this process then you don't have a fucking say hiding behind your religion and saying oh but god says it's like this and it's like this no let me explain something to you do you know what anencephaly is I'm not sure if you've ever heard of anencephaly. The little bit of medical school that I do remember having, the little bit of knowledge that I've retained from when I went to medical school, uh, th this is one of those things because it really struck me, and I had to write a paper on this. So anencephaly is when a child is born brainless or missing part of their brain or cranium. Okay. Now they can catch this extremely early because you can tell from the sonogram something's not right. You can see the skull's not formed properly. You can see the brain is not formed properly. It's missing it's missing lines. It's you can tell. Then you can catch this early and instead of having this woman go through 9 months of carrying this child inside of them and going through the process of birth and giving birth to a child that's going to it's guaranteed to die within five months or less or it just may be born stillborn uh, they have an option to do something else now as I'm saying that it makes me uneasy because this is not like it's not like oh just get an abortion like I, you, that's not something you could just fucking snap your fingers and be like yeah get an abortion let's fuck it it's a horrible, horrible, horrible decision to have to make. But women should be allowed to make that choice if it's their body. They're the ones going through it. They should have the right to choose. Okay? What if, God forbid, what if, you know, your wife, you're all pro-fucking-life and no, you're very black and white about it and you don't want to hear it and it's it's a life and you have to do it so what if your wife gets pregnant you go to the fucking hospital and the doctor tells you your child is born your child is going to be born with 10% of its brain intact it is going to be born anencephaly now what do you do do you continue with the oh no we're gonna it, now, it's, now the ball's in your court bro what are you gonna do now what are you going to do now? You're going to want options. That's what you do. 
you're going to want fucking options. And the fact that we're trying to take those options away in this day and age where we know how shit is right now, we're supposed to be advanced. Um, and we're going back to like these old tropes and trying to restrict women's rights. I just, I just don't understand it. And I don't understand the people who support it hiding behind Bibles. Like, listen, I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I don't know what I believe in anymore. I've had my eyes opened at a very young age to things. And I don't know what I believe. I can't tell you what I believe because I don't know anymore. But I believe in humans. And I believe in us. And I believe women should have the right to choose. That's it. You should. You can't. If you don't know what it's like to go through that shit, you don't have the right to tell them. There was this girl on Twitter who who posted a very long story about something that happened to her. Supposedly, she was. Uh, apparently, she was like uh, twelve or thirteen or fourteen, something like that, and she was having sex with her boyfriend. Um, very young, you know, I'm not here to judge, it's, shit's happening every day, if you don't think it's happening every day, then I don't know what planet you're living on, I'm not saying it's right, but it's fucking happening, so this girl was having sex with her boyfriend, and he, uh, she introduced me to a term which I didn't know was a thing, uh, she said that she was impregnated by a process called stealthing, which is, in the middle of having sex, the the man, uh, without the woman knowing, removes the condom and continues having sex with her and ejaculates inside of her. That's called stealthing. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a fucking... I knew that happened, but I didn't know it was like it had a name and it was a thing. So, this girl, she got pregnant at like 14 or something. And she went and she, her, she went with her mom and she got an abortion. And she's like... Um, writing this long post about it and she's like if I didn't do that back then right now I would be I don't know how in the hell I would be raising a child um, a 12 year old child uh, in the situation that I'm in now now of course you that's horrible that's fucked up and yes you know she had the chance to, she had a, the option to have the abortion or not. Um, and I see both sides of that. Because I can easily see where she could have said, 12 years later, looking at my daughter, I can't imagine how uh, I could have gotten an abortion, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see the other side of it where she, that tweet could have gone either way. So, it's difficult. It's not... This isn't a fucking such a like black and white issue, and the only thing I can tell you is that women should be the one who decide it. You gotta at least have the majority of people deciding this thing be women, because I really don't know how else to. Uh, I really don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't be given that that responsibility of having to choose and make that decision. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't, um, and thank God that I've never had to have that adversity happen to me in my personal life, so, um, you know, I just, I don't know, it's, it's, someone earlier asked me earlier if I'm pro-life or pro-choice, and, um, I guess going by all this, I would say that I'm pro-choice, because I would prefer for them to have the option there, all the options available to them, whether it's adoption, whether it's abortion, or, you know, help from the state to help you raise and financially support this child. It's, they should have all the options available. We're humans at the end of the day, and we should be taking care of each other instead of trying to, like, rip each other apart. Especially under the guise of fucking Christianity and 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 you know 
religion. I don't. I just that shit for me. It's like archaic. I don't even want to entertain the idea of somebody trying to wave a Bible in my face, telling me what I'm supposed to do or what choice I'm supposed to make. Get the fuck out of here. You live that life if that's what you want to live by. That's great for you. Um, but you shouldn't be forcing it on anyone else. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. And as we shut the door on this episode of the Everything Podcast, episode 64, I will leave you guys with some minor thoughts on movies that we have because I don't want to end it on the note that I just did. Uh, Endgame. I almost went to go see it again. That film is, uh, in my opinion, is a masterpiece in filmmaking. Uh, I loved it, and I can't wait to own it. Everything else pales in comparison, and uh, the only thing I have to tide me over right now is Captain Marvel, which releases uh, on the 28th, digitally, and Spider-Man, which drops January 2nd. Ah, January. July 2nd, which I'll be going to go see that. Um, So, Spider-Man, actually, let me talk about that for a second. The trailer came out, and uh, it looks like they're doing multiverse shit. So, let's speculate, shall we? What are we expecting to see in this movie? Well, I, as this is... I was under the assumption that Spider-Man Far From Home was the beginning of Phase 4. But it's actually the end of Phase 3. Which doesn't make any sense to me, because it's basically, it seems like it's just going to be one two-hour prologue into Phase 4. So, the fact that Nick Fury is heavily involved in this movie, um, says to me that it's going to be a big deal. They're going to give signs of what's to come, and uh, what we're expecting to see into the future, as far as these films go. So maybe we'll get hints of maybe mutants. I don't know. Maybe we'll see something Fantastic Four related. I don't know. But if they're going to go ahead and go with this multiverse shit, then anything literally is up for grabs. So it's exciting. It it gets the beak wet a little bit. And uh, I'm very excited to check that out. So the only other movie I'm really excited to go see besides John Wick, which I'm probably going to go see later tonight, is uh, this Godzilla movie. The only thing that bothers me about this Godzilla movie is like, why the fuck, every time I see the trailer, I gotta see Millie Bobby Brown's face. Like, bitch, the movie's called Godzilla King of Monsters. Why am I supposed to give a fuck about Millie Bobby Brown? I don't care about you. Why am I seeing your stupid face? I want to see Godzilla, not a child. Uh, So, I I don't know what's up with that. I'm sure the movie's gonna explain why her face is prominent in every trailer. But, uh... What is she, Godzilla's fucking daughter or something? Oh, this is like a daughter or something. Uh, wow, I so stole that. I so stole that from... I'm not even going to say who I stole it from. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get why I'm supposed to care about her. But that movie looks phenomenal. I'm always a big fan of movies that like kind of basically say... The whole world is screwed. Because I don't see how the world is not screwed with... They say in the trailer, 11 different monsters are in this movie, that's, that's, like, the end of the world, dude, there's no coming back from that, so, um, very excited about seeing that, so, that's about it, guys, uh, again, thank you for joining me on this Everything Podcast, this show may or may not be monetized, (laughs) by the time you hear it, I am still kind of trying to make up my mind about that, but, you know, I was just trying to make a little money on the side. God forbid I have to go back to my prank calling days. I don't want to have to do that. Bust out that old-ass Tracy Morgan impression. Uh, yeah, what's up? It's Tracy. Yeah, I need to help. I need help with my daughter. She ate too many of them ballpark flanks, and now she needs a new doodle pamper. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you guys want to hear that. I definitely don't. So, uh, we'll figure out this whole monetization thing. But other than other than that. I wish you guys well. I bid you adieu from this final uh, episode from this humble abode here. Onward and forward, guys. Remember, dream as if you'll live for... Dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. I'm Lou from the BX, and I'm good. I'm happy. And everything is everything. Peace and love.